Uh, greetings and salutations, world. It is I. <laughs> it is I, the host of the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. It is a questionable uh, j- February, excuse me, excuse me, sir, February 22nd, 24, year of our Lord. Almost there, son. Almost there. We've got another month. Another four weeks, another 28 days. I just said so many different things that mean absolutely nothing of, uh, of actual winter before we get to spring. I know it's spring because there's already talk about the Long Island Cup coming up for my girls and their soccer team. Um, it was actually funny. I just had the option of a 9.30 game at Whitman or a 3 p.m. game at Breezy. And I don't know how many of you all have been on a soccer field. And at, I guess I'd have to be there at morning uh, for a 9.30 game. Probably close to the 39th side episode in March. But March, I know sounds like spring, but March lies. <laughs> so March is winter as F. Especially late March, man. We have been... I, my, one of my goalies, uh, Hannah, who I've known like literally since she was a squash... Um, like I just remember, she's very slight. And I just remember her just sitting out in the goal, just standing there in snow, just looking absolutely miserable. And the thing that's always great about Hannah is she always just has a smile on her face, no matter how bad everything is around her. So she's just like standing there, freezing to death. She's like, okay. <laughs> like, so I've spent enough field time, and my my boy was a goalie, so he's the uh, too. But uh, I've spent enough field time in March. Or 10 a.m. on a Sunday in March is a no bueno. So I went with the 3 p.m. Hopefully I'll have enough players to play, and then uh, we'll just we'll just take it from there. But that that just speaks to like we're almost out of winter, but we're into spring. But remember, spring <laughs> spring is just a thing in a mattress. But um, unless it's walking downstairs and landing in Paris. Or impaired. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, uh, um, something. Oh, so yeah, brand new top twenty out. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Frank from Craving Strange. First of all, from for uh, I guess I guess I would have to say he would be guilty of having just too much time on his hands recently. So he made me, I think, seven or eight promos for the Hard Rock Lunchbox, all of which are excellent, by the way. He takes samples of my voice, uh, like, I guess, some of the stuff I've said. It's it's so funny, because I really don't remember most of the stuff I say, and then I hear it played back, it's like, when did I say that? (laughs) It just makes me laugh. It makes me laugh, because this will be one of the most egotistical things I'll ever say, or at least I'll say in the next half. I think I'm funny, man. I, <laughs> I think sometimes I'm pretty goddamn funny. And uh, it just kind of comes out. Like, I'm not, like, writing an act here or anything. This is just me basically sleepwalking through my life, trying to be entertaining to myself. And I'm glad that you were all around to listen. But Frank uh, kept sending me, like, promo after promo. And I didn't even... It felt bad because I didn't even... I was in the middle of working and I didn't really have a, a chance to watch them. But then I got to watch, like, all of them in a row. <laughs> it was just... It was really funny, but I started promoting him, and I appreciate it. I always, always, always appreciate any help that comes my way, especially when it comes to this show, especially when it comes to promotion, because as good as I used to be for promoting the band, like, I, I guess I only had 10 years in me because I'm not able to promote for shit anymore, and I don't even know, I don't even know why. 
I don't know what has changed. I don't know what has happened. I think the world has changed. Either that or somehow I'm getting older. I don't I don't know. That's probably not it. Uh, I know that um, I could probably lay off that button for a minute, right? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I know that this week, um, I don't know if anybody noticed. Uh, maybe. I, I don't really know. First official real for the Hard Rock Lunchbox. I mean, I've done other... I said I was going to stop hitting the applause, but I'm just... Hey, man, i got to give people what they want. Um, I did my first official reel. I use an actual AI translator uh, to cut it all up because I don't feel like typing text in because I really don't have that kind of time. The fact that I can just upload something and some co-pilot level uh, chat bot is going to figure out what I said and get basically one word wrong in a you know montage is like pretty good so it's really helping me out and the funny thing is I was, I was talking to Mikey about it because the reel I use is basically the. if you've ever seen the top 20 it starts with basically the bumpers in the beginning which are just clips from along the 20 first well the top 20 obviously so it's like the funniest clips and the more out of context the better so I've, I've, I've done that for the show for the past four years maybe uh, and to me, it's my favorite part of the show. Like, there are times where I'll actually sit on, on, like, YouTube TV. I'll just watch those. I'll watch the first minute of each of the shows because it makes me laugh. Not that I'm so super funny, but there's something to me that, like, just when all that stuff is taken out of context and just slammed together, I just find it so goddamn amusing. And um, so I, I did that. But so I've been basically doing these reels all the time, forever. I just put it on the front of the show, and I don't really promote with it because I'm really shit at promotion. Um, so now I'm using this thing. I signed up for a year, so, like, I'm in it for a year, and I'll see, like, hopefully I'll get to use it. The main impetus for it is actually to start using it for the band. The Rebel Nine's got a lot of stuff that's coming out this year. We've been rolling stuff out since last year. We have a lot actually happening, like, honestly, between you and me, like, way too much for my comfort level because things are starting to slip through the cracks. Like, I forgot to submit Aaliyah for the release radar thing. I mean, I remembered to eventually, but I forgot to do it. And, like, I also finished the artwork for Inside, I completely forgot to submit it to District Kids, so I'm going to be doing that this weekend. I have a new drum playthrough that I got to submit. I completely haven't uploaded that yet. There's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life um, and work life, like my personal work life balance that's just falling apart. And I'm not, I've been struggling for like a year in, in this. And I feel like I come here every week and they say basically the same thing. So I'm just, I'm having a hard time just with boundaries and and scheduling and like limitations and the fact that i'm like i've been ill a lot for most of the past 18 months has not helped anything so i'm just moving slower and slower and slower also i can't seem to sleep for shit anymore i mean even if i have the hours it's like i i'm gonna have to start putting up cameras because what i'm expecting is like something from the scene like the scene in Step Brothers where they're sleepwalking yeah that's really the only thing that i can explain why i'm so tired all the time and of course, I'm no good with power tools, but I would like lots of room for activities, so. I see the parallels. The parallels are there. I don't know. I don't know. See, that's going to make a good bumper. I see the parallels. The parallels are there. Like, that's taken out of con taken in context. It sounds stupid and ridiculous. So out of context, I think it's going to be close to brilliant, but that's kind of where we're at. And it's an Instagram reel. I may... God, it makes me nauseous just to say it. I may actually sign up for a TikTok account for the box because 
I don't actually have to go on there. I would only have to connect it to the AI chatbot thingy that's making the videos. I really don't know. I mean, I'm looking at some of the statistics. Like, the last time I looked, it was a couple days ago, the short only had, like, 44 views, and I just don't feel like it's worth it to do... Like, it's not worth the effort. I know some of the ones that Mikey and Jimmy have are in the thousands. Of course, Mikey and Jimmy have got some real negative comments on there. And I, I can't tell if it's Mike or Jimmy at this point that's answer. I used to be able to tell who was responding to some of these comments, because usually the more biting ones are Jimmy, because like Jimmy is like classically chained, uh, trained in biting retort, and I feel like Mikey has come a long way, so I feel like he's he's very capable of doing it now. But like there was one, it was just like some dude just totally being a dick, and uh, the response <laughs> the response was like. Hey, man, sorry you think so, but, uh, you know, it's actually more like this and, like, you know, good luck in your life or whatever, which is just so, so funny. I still remember when we put out the video for what it is, uh, everything, everybody was, like, really psyched because we had not done a video. We'd never done a video with the band in, so the of the band was very psyched. And then one comment on there, and it was like, uh, here's where, because the line is, like, here's where it ends, blah, 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 and that's the song. So he, he just, his comment was like, here's where sucks and i uh i just commented on it i'm like thanks <laughs> like channel channeling my inner any stoic i'm like thank you like <laughs> i don't wish anything bad to happen to any stoic's employment i really don't but i do i will say that if she you know stops all this jackknife nonsense and stops working for joan I would love her to be my social media manager and coordinator. I can't pair. She knows that. But man, just to have that sensibility of like, thank you. Like, <laughs> that would be great. Boat promotions with Annie. Yes, hello, everybody. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, a lot going on in the, uh, in the chat. I will catch up. I did actually want to take a break from not talking about politics and talk about some politics. I know people love that kind of stuff, but there's a few things going on in the news. And as I separate out, uh, separate myself out from following the daily news cycle, which I'm desperately trying to do and just hold on to like what's kind of happening. That's super important to me. Like I would, I would be very remiss if I did not mention the death of Alexei Navalny, who is the main dissident and or was the main dissident in Russia. If you do not know who Alexei Navalny is, like first of all, educate yourself quickly because it is a very important time to be alive. It's also very important to understand some of the stuff that's going on in Russia, especially there is a special on Max if you have that. It's called Navalny. Like it'll give you a lot, but honestly you could just you know YouTube a lot of this and find out who he is. He's a fascinating character including the fact that when he was poisoned by Putin uh, and almost died and ended up in a coma in Germany, uh, they actually cited, when he went back to Russia, they cited him for missing his court date because he was in a coma in, in, in Berlin at the time. Like, they, gave, they, they sent him to jail for missing his court date because he was in a coma. And the look on his face, like, even he was shocked at that. It was, like, one of the most priceless things I've ever seen in the whole Navalny thing, but... Um, yeah, he, he died in prison in Russia, and that's not suspicious. Check that out. Uh, definitely look into that. 
Also, I want to address the Tucker Carlson dick-sucking of Putin during his interview. As if I could not hate Tucker Carlson even more. I know I had mentioned I heard him on Theo Vaughn podcast, and I thought it was interesting for him to be saying some things that like he should have been saying all along and blaming a lot of divisiveness in America on like the news, of which he was championing most of those problems. Tucker Carlson, I know I said this about Marjorie Taylor Greene being the dumbest fuck on the planet. Tucker Carlson is the biggest piece of shit in the world. Absolutely, hands down. He is a disgusting human being. He is a horrible, horrible person for anything going on in America, let alone anybody, honestly, that is a follower of Tucker Carlson, just please stop listening to me. I don't want your I don't want your energy in my direction. I don't want anything to do with people like you anymore. I really, I tried to be passive and, like, cool about, like, everyone's in their diversity, but, like, go fuck yourself. Please just go away and, and die would be good if you could. That, I appreciate that myself. But please just stop bringing your energy to this program and listening to anything I have to say. I do not want to help you anymore. I don't want to advise you on anything. If Tucker Carlson is your guy, please fuck off. This has been a public service announcement from everybody here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Um, there's a lot to be said about that interview and absolutely how disgusting it is, but John Stewart has returned to The Daily Show, and he summed it up perfectly on Monday night, because basically what he's saying is in the, uh, you know, years ago it was capitalism versus communism, but now the Republicans, the right wing, have turned this argument into woke versus non-woke, which is complete bullshit, by the way. They're like, it's a completely ridiculous thing, like, completely... I can't... Hey, bitches... Anyway, um, so what, what John Stewart went on to say is that the reason this is now important is because we don't really have capitalism versus communism anymore. It's woke versus non-woke. And what the Republicans are finding, all these non-woke assholes is actually what it is, is they're finding this ally in communist Russia, in, you know, in, in Putin's Russia. They're finding an ally because he suffers none of that. He murders LGBTQ people all the time. He arrests and murders dissidents. And anybody that has, they just had a, pi a pilot, a Russian pilot, a Russian uh, pilot flew, defected to the Ukraine, brought a, a helicopter. They just found him in Spain murdered by the by FSB, the former KGB. This is Putin sanctioned murders all around the world. Like they did the Litvinenko in, 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 in England and he died of polonium poisoning and stuff, the little, you know, the little ball in the ankle kind of thing, like, all this stuff, like, he's a bad, bad dude, but he suffers none of this work stuff, so you have people like Tucker Carlson, and now Lindsey Graham, and, of course, Donald Trump, who would love to suck Putin's dick, apparently, like, these are, this is where the Republican, the right wing, the, the extreme right of the Republican Party is heading, they're trying to align themselves with what's going on in Russia, because they think it's a good idea. Those are fascists and dictators and, like, real thugs and strongmen and oligarchs. And if you don't think that that's what their agenda is, then you just aren't paying attention. Or you are paying attention and you're just too fucking stupid to understand it. And I'm trying to enlighten a lot of you, but I really need to just cut that weight and let you go. Because if you're not willing to understand or listen to any of that, we don't need you. You literally are the problem. The problem that has caused all the other problems. It is so simple to just look out your window and see what I'm talking about. This is what's happened. 
And then to the other point, and this is also where John Stewart was brilliant. John Stewart uh, made the mistake of actually uh, talking about Biden's age, uh, and the left, the extreme left, lost their goddamn mind. Well, I'm here to tell you, extreme left, the dude is old. The fact that we can't seem to find anybody under 70 that can do as good of a job as Biden is sad and pathetic. Like, the dude is going to die at some point, and he's, you know, even if he makes it through another term, that'll be it for him. We're not grooming anybody on the left and the Democratic Party to be a little bit more centrist that could take this over and do this job. Seriously? That's literally the best we have, and I'm not saying he's doing a bad job. I've been a Biden supporter for the the positive stuff that he's been doing. I've been a supporter of what he's been doing for as long as he's been doing it. I mean, there's some negative things. Like, I've been a very vocal critic of what's going on at the border, although that's apparently about to change now, freaking finally. Um, But, dude, we've got nobody else. This is the best that we've got. Centrists across the board, Republican or Democrat, I don't even give a shit. Like, where's Pataki? I'd vote for Pataki again. Like, where is he? Like, where are these people? And the answer to that question is that they are leaving politics because the other political story is that Republicans are leaving Congress in droves. Respected, long-time running po- Republican centrists are leaving the House and leaving the Senate because they're tired of the dysfunction. They're tired of bowing and kissing the ring of Donald Trump and basically sucking anyone's dick that like wants to primary them out of a seat. They're tired of it. They're, they're absolutely tired of it, and they're right to be tired of it. And I think it's going to be in, an interesting election because what's going to happen is you're going to have all these MAGA idiots coming in to take those seats, and hopefully, hopefully, because they're long-standing uh, Republicans and a lot of Democrats, centrist Democrats, which is what we also desperately need right now, are going to be able to step in and fill those voids. But I don't really know because we could get a whole lot of Marjorie Taylor Greens because Americans do love themselves some stupid, it seems. And I guess Lauren Boebert isn't giving hand jobs anymore, so she'll probably pick up a seat too. And like all these other dumb people, oh, and Matt Gates, I don't, I don't think he's trafficking teenagers across state lines this week but he might be i i don't know he doesn't run his schedule by me anymore thank god but these are the people that are actually stepping up to fill these seats like are you absolutely kidding me right now like (sighs) namaste again um (laughs) i can't help but think of that cartman commercial for south park where he's like there's a phrase namaste it means Fuck you, I have anxiety, bitches. Like, it just so fits with where I'm at. And this is why I don't talk politics anymore, because it's just absolutely impossible to deal with. I will say, I did hear uh, briefly this morning that the Biden administration is looking to take executive action on the asylum process. Keep in mind, all you people that hate Biden because of the border, it's Congress's job to actually do this. It's Biden's job to enforce whatever rules are there, but it's Congress's job to actually set those rules. And Congress, for the past 20 years, has been pretty much an unable to do absolutely anything except that infrastructure bill that everybody seems to love now that Republicans voted against it, but the Dems passed it. That's another show. But it looks like they're going to take some executive action or they're considering taking some executive action to limit what people can, can claim for asylum to come here, which is what I've been saying this whole goddamn time. It was interesting to see a little clip of Kathy Hochul, who I am no fan of, but governor of New York, talking to... Um, I forget who she was even talking to, uh, but she was saying that, like, we've taken in, like, 170,000 migrants, and now 
Granted, most of them are actually out of the system and they're now working, which means they're generating money and taxable income, unless, of course, they're working off the books for Trump supporters for cash, which is a whole other show. Man, I've got a lot of shows coming up if you're paying attention. But there's a whole other idea. Like, we have all these people. They've come in. They've gotten their stuff. They're now out working, hopefully, on taxable jobs so that they're actually putting money back into the system, which is what we want, right? We have a working shortage. We have P And now... Like we we need people to do these jobs and pay you know pay per income tax and salary tax and all that other stuff payroll tax excuse me on all that stuff that's how we fund our government so those are all good things but the simple fact of the matter is asylum is not for people that are just looking for work that's not what asylum is asylum is for people that are in emergency status situation. Consider refugees. Refugees are a big big group of people that come looking for asylum. That's fine. But we had a lot of Syrian refugees. We had a lot of Ukrainian refugees. We had a ton of Iraq and Afghanistan refugees when those wars were going on. That's what asylum is for. A lot of times it's for Central America, for the gang violence that's down there and for the cartels. But for the most part, a lot of Mexicans aren't coming to America because it's actually better and safer in America than it is here. So they're staying in Mexico. We have a lot of Central America, like Guatemalan gangs are horrible. Nicaraguan gangs are, are terrible. And once you're kind of marked for death in those countries, you kind of have to leave. That is what is that's what asylum is for. So when you see families coming across, a lot of times it's that kind of stuff. What I don't understand is why we're allowing migrants in that are like 22-year-old males that are completely fine to work. And they're just here to work. Like, that is not for asylum. Like, go apply at Walmart Mexicana and let them hire you and then transfer here if you want. I've been saying it for months, and I don't know why nobody in the Biden administration has listened to me. Clearly, my 17 views or whatever on my show are just not getting through to the right people, I guess. You ever talk so much in your radio show that you just completely run out of breath? Yeah, man. Me too. I'm going to get on to some music so I can stop turning people away from my show of inclusion and all that other good stuff. Sorry for all the cursing this morning uh, or afternoon. I'll bleep all that out in the top 20. And you can watch it next week if you want. I might even have a new reel. Who knows? But it's time to get on to some local music because that's what we do best here. Second best, third best. Or just the one with the treasure chest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I know the Neon Skyline's up next. Uh, Starry-Eyed. I remember when I was Starry-Eyed. I was like... Roughly a million years ago. 